What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. You are on Fan the Flame. Different atmosphere, I know. Look, crazy, right? I finally got my studio that I wanted, man. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate all the support. Um, yeah, it's amazing. I love it. Um, I have good sound quality in here. I have, um, it's nice and cool. I have my own uh, air conditioning unit. And uh, I'm totally, totally messing with you. I am on. <laughs> I am on uh, the road for work, and so I'm at a hotel, but I, I needed to knock out a podcast episode, and I thought, you know what? I'll just take my stuff with me. That way, we can um, record an episode while I am here. So yeah, you guys are blessed to be able to be with me in my hotel room. So awesome. Hallelujah for that, right? Um, no, I, I don't know this episode how long we're going to, you know how long we're going to run this one, but I, I really wanted to just hit on a couple of things that have been on my heart about the climate of the culture right now that we're living in and the deception that's just running rampant. And so tonight I'm going to talk about three verses that I do believe that we need to be really adamant about understanding in this hour and why they're so important for the church and why they're so important for our growth and why they're so important to fan that flame that we talk about weekly and in our walk with Jesus, good hotel water. Because how, how many of you know that part of walking with Jesus and fanning that flame is being aware of your surroundings, right? Like when I'm out with my wife or I'm out with my kids, you know, I want to have a good time with them. And to have a good time with them, I need to be aware of what's around me. I don't want to lead them into a place where they're going to be susceptible to danger or a place where, you know, danger could be lurking to get them. And so I, you know, we don't make decisions based on fear in our house. That's one thing that I always say. And I've always said, we do not make our decisions based on fear, but we are, uh, we don't want to be ignorant of what, of what the enemy is up to. And we don't want to be ignorant of his devices. That's what the word said. And that's one of the things I want to talk about tonight. And this verse comes from, um, that one comes from first Peter, but I want to, I want to talk about a few more verses before that. And so I want to pray first. Father, I want to thank you for this time of winding down, um, this time that just to come before your presence and to understand that you have much more for us in this hour. And you have much more for us to give and much more for us to receive. And so we're thankful for your goodness and your graciousness that you've met us in this place and you've given us opportunity to grow. And God, we are to be um, really adamant in this hour um, to be um, aware of what is around us and what's happening. And so I'm thankful for the knowledge and the understanding through the Holy Spirit that you've given us to be able to walk through this life and um, just keep our eyes fixated on you, keep our gaze fixated on you, but also be aware of what's happening around us so that we don't step on any landmines. And so we bless your name tonight, Jesus, and we thank you for your goodness. We praise you. It's in your awesome and immaculate glory that we see all these things come to pass. And we just give you, we just give you honor, Jesus. Amen. Amen. I'm drinking a little bit of water. I am thirsty, guys. You ever have those days where you're just super thirsty? It's where I'm at today. So anyway, one of the first things I want to talk about um, is the music culture, the things like that. I think that we need to realize that, you know, there is an agenda from the enemy to infiltrate the music business. He was the worship leader in heaven before he was kicked out. Let's just be real, um, which, you know, that gives us access to worship leaders now as humans. We took his job. So he really, really doesn't like us and doesn't like when we uh, when we 
when we create worship music for the Lord. And so I want to start with that, maybe even end with that. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I want us to know tonight, I want you to know tonight that um, everything that we need is in the Word of God. Like all the understanding about life and its principles and its practicality and its providence and its promise is in the Word of God. So if we're trying to get that somewhere else, let's just go back to the root of the Word of God and the root of Jesse, which um, Jesus came from, and he is the Word, right? He, The Bible says that in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So let's just start there and know that everything in the Bible is absolutely available for us for teaching, correcting, and rebuking, and learning. And so we're all on this process of learning together, and so I'm thankful for that. But uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11 says, Lest Satan should get advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. And what I want to start with that tonight is that verse, that we are not to be ignorant of what Satan's up to. Like, we, we don't need to say, you know, as we're walking in life with Jesus, oh, I didn't see that coming. If we're studying and we're truly um, looking at the world for what it is, we won't be tripped up and we won't even have to worry about those snares that are set before us. Because if we're walking hand in hand with Jesus and we're open to his understanding of his spirit, then he's going to pre-warn us and, and pre-ready us for what's ahead. So that's what that's what Paul's saying in the Corinthian church right here. Like, just be aware of your surroundings. Know what know what's going on around you. Don't play life in such a way that you're just rolling the dice because that's what the enemy wants you to think. He wants you to think that everything is, is good and gravy and nothing's wrong. You don't need to change anything. You don't need to adapt anywhere. You're doing just fine. Um, keep doing what you're doing. No, that's not what we're continually supposed to be looking like Jesus more and more every day with a, with a continuance of his radiant glory beaming, you know, in us and through us for his, for his providence, um, for his goodness, for his faithfulness and all these things that God gives us, his glory are in these things. And so this is the life that Jesus wants us to have and wants us to share with others is a life of, of purity and holiness and peace and, and even prosperity. He wants to prosper us in these things, in the gifts of the spirit, in, in, in walking with him. Okay. And so we can't do that if we're, if we're not paying attention to what is around us. And, and I want to say, um, in regard to a post that I had this week on Facebook, I posted this thing about Taylor Swift and I, I don't trust her. I just don't trust her. She's of the world. She's in the world. Go, you know, I'm not even challenging to go watch her music video, but there's a music video that I posted with the post that I had um, put on there before for a reason, because there's so many youngsters following her. There's so many parents that aren't looking at what she's actually um, the agenda that she's actually following. And here's the thing. She may not even know she may be being ignorant of the enemy's devices right now in such a way where he's blinded her so she cannot see what he's actually doing and that he's trying to promote himself in her music. The music video that I posted, she's dancing with a demonic mask on with a, with, with a bunch of demons. The song is called Karma is My God or something like that. And so that alone, I'm like, nah, you know, I'm not about it. And so I posted this in hopes that it would get people challenged to think different to think about the things that they're allowing in their minds, to think about the things that they're allowing through their eyeballs and through their ears. And so that's why I posted it, you know, and I got some kickback, but here's the thing. At the end of the day, I'm not appealing to man. I'm appealing to God. I'm going to stand before God one day, not 12 jurors, you know, or, or a judge on earth. I'm going to stand before the righteous judge, which is in heaven. 
And I want to give an account for the life that I live and, and, and may it be a good account. And so if I see something and it doesn't set right with my spirit, I don't want to be ignorant and not talk about those things. And this is a device of the enemy. The music industry is absolutely a device of the enemy. He's been infiltrating it for years. I said it before, he was God's worship leader. He was the one that led worship in heaven. So what do you think he's trying to do on earth now as he's infiltrated this music industry? And look, here's the thing. You can take what I say and check it for yourself, check the word, or you can discard everything I have to say. It really doesn't matter to me. I'm telling you what has been put on my spirit in this hour to speak into this podcast. So that's where we're at. And so, and God doesn't want us ignorant. I'll say it again. He does not want us ignorant because he doesn't want us to be taken advantage of by the enemy. All these music industries, all these people, all these producers, all these singers that have been infiltrated by the enemy in their minds are being taken advantage of. He's taking advantage of them because he's not selling them full truth. He may give them a little bit, but he's not going to give them all truth. Just like in the Garden of Eden where he told Eve, you know, you'll be smart like God if you if you partake of this apple or, or this fruit. Like he just doesn't, you know, he doesn't want you to be smart like him. You won't surely die. A piece of that was a little bit true because it did give her knowledge, right, of the tree that she was not supposed to be knowledgeable of. Okay. So, yeah, a piece of that was true, but he sideswiped her with the rest of the lie, right? He told her she wouldn't die. And what happened? We all know what happened, right? Okay, so with that, I want you to just think about that for a moment. Where in our lives have we been tripped up or have we been taken advantage of by the enemy? Because there is power and authority in Christ Jesus over the enemy, okay? When we hand those things over to Christ, he's able to now do things with them for purpose, for, um, for, for the prosper of our, of our lives, and, and his goodness in our lives. So that's just one of the things that I wanted to start with tonight. And um, another thing that has just been on my heart and on my mind with this culture and the climate of it is to, guys, test the spirits, man. Not everybody that's speaking for Jesus is actually for Jesus. First uh, John 4, uh, verse 1 says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are actually from God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. The false prophet is the one that's actually leading you astray from Jesus, okay? The false prophet is the one that's speaking, saying he's in the name of God, but he's actually of his father who is the devil. And so we have to test these spirits. And what happens is they come as the limelight. If I, I've noticed um, in, in the culture at large, I mean, because I've seen a lot of music industry um, people, artists, they'll get up on stage just after singing about, you know, this WAP and all these other things and say, I want to thank God. And I'm like, well, who's your God? What God are you thanking? Because the God of Abraham, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob wouldn't be up on a stage half naked standing before thousands of people singing about um, really crazy things that I'm not even going to get into on this podcast. And so um, we, we must test the spirits. Does it align with the word of God or what they speaking in the name of the Lord aligning with his word? And if that's not the case, a false prophet is not somebody that just gets up and, and gets up and grabs a microphone in church and starts speaking, um, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, apostasy. A false prophet can be somebody who is saying there in the name of the Lord, like some of these musicians and speaking and singing words that are completely contrary to the word of God. Okay. It doesn't have to be a church setting. It can be anywhere. It can be a president. It can be 
um, a congressman or co congresswoman, a false prophet can be all these people, the ravenous wolves with, with inside that what they absolutely um, desire to do is to destroy the sheep. They want to separate the sheep from the sheepfold and they want to destroy them, which is why we're seeing a lot of people in this hour who were claiming to be Christians before are now following this false gospel, this false preaching and this false teaching through music, through entertainment, through all these things. And so we must test every spirit, which brings me to my next point is why it is imperative that we know the word of God. If we're not spending time in prayer, in God's presence, in worship, and in reading the word of God, then we're setting ourselves up to go back to what we said earlier to be what? To be taken advantage of. Because the enemy comes but to, the thief comes but to kill, steal, and destroy, right? He wants to come in. He wants to confuse you. He wants you to start to believe his spirit, not the spirit of God, so he can take an advantage of you and essentially devour you. That's what he wants to do. He wants to take you over and take you down and kill you spiritually, physically, and mentally. And that's what I'm seeing a lot, too, with the youth is they're listening to these things all day long in their ears that is trash, complete and total trash music. And it's it's. It's, it's, it's allowing them and their minds to go to a place where they never thought that they would even be suicidal, depressive, anxious ridden. And, you know, it's not just music, guys. It's TV. It's it's podcasts. It's, it's these other things where this spirit has kind of infiltrated and really taken over the mind of the people that are allowing it to be in their minds or in their eyes or in their ears. And so, again, I'm not here to glorify what the enemy is doing. I'm here to, to warn, to ex exhort the word of God so that when we see these things come to pass or come in front of us, we know how to deal with them. And we can say, you know, that's the enemy. I'm not going to be taken advantage of today. I know what he's up to. I'm testing that spirit and I'm testing it against the word of God. And if it doesn't line up with the word of God, then I'm going to walk away from it. I'm not going to listen to it. My kids aren't going to listen to it. It's not going to be in my ear. Now, again, when my kids are at school and they choose to do what they you know, want to do or, or when they're not not even at school, when they're not in my eyesight and, and they go to do whatever it is they go to do, you know, I, I have to believe and trust that I've instilled enough truth in them through the word of God that they're going to make the right decision. Will they always? Probably not. Do I always? Probably not. But we must equip. We must we must um, be in a place of of getting our kids and the people around us to understand that we must test every spirit. Not everyone that says that they're speaking in the name of the Lord is speaking in the name of the Lord. And I'm talking about specifically on this episode, those who would get up with a microphone to sing blasphemies against God. Then when they receive an award on stage, say things like, I want to thank God. Well, they may be thinking of God, but it's not Jehovah Jireh. It's not Jehovah Nisi. It's not Jehovah Shalom. It's their own God. And usually that God is themselves. They've made themselves gods and idols. And so just a little bit there on 1 John 4, 1. Test every spirit, whether it's from God, because some aren't. Some are. Absolutely. I've received prophecy in my own life where I've tested the spirit and been like, thank you, Jesus. Okay, so we can't throw out everything with prophecy saying that every single thing in prophecy is wrong. Because, my goodness, we'd have to throw the whole Bible away, right? I had that talk, too, on both sides of the coin, right? It's, well, prophecy is not for today. Well, then you don't believe in the book of Revelation because the whole thing is prophecy. The whole Bible's prophecy. So that's another episode for another time. And I hope to get people on here. We can have a, a healthy discussion about that. But, yeah, but just don't believe every spirit. Test the spirits, whether they're from God. Test the spirits, whether they're bearing fruit. 
Okay. That's another thing. It's a dead giveaway when somebody in, is trying to speak into your life and their life has zero fruit. They're actively living in sin or, or, or living a lifestyle that's compromising to the word of God. Um, no, test the spirit. Okay. If it's not from God, discard it, walk away. Okay. Cause there's many of those people that have gone out into the world saying they're speaking in the name of the Lord, but are following deceptive spirits and the doctrine of demons. Okay. Last one, first Peter five, eight, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. This is my favorite scripture for a sober mind. Okay. Remind yourself daily. I have to walk with a sober mind because there is an enemy out there and he wants to take me out. He wants to um, completely destroy the works that God has placed in me to do and the promises that God has given me to reach. And so we must be sober minded. What does that mean? Well, yeah, pastor, that means don't drink till you don't drink till you're drunk. That's part of it. That's a piece of it. But it's also be sober of what you're allowing in your eyeballs. Okay. What you're allowing in your earlobes. If I'm constantly watching things on TV that are contradict contradicting to the word of God, you know, let's just go there for a moment. Okay. Kids cover your ears. If I'm sitting there watching ography all day long and I want to have a healthy sexual relationship with my wife someday, I've already skewed it because my eyes have looked in lust at multiple different women. And so now when I get married and I want this to be perfect in God's eyes, there's so many things and, and avenues I have to work through because I've allowed my vision to be skewed on how sexuality was actually created in the eyes of the father. You see it? And so we have so many different things on that I could talk about. I'm going to do a whole probably series on that at some point. But if, if my eyes aren't sober and I'm taking in things that aren't pleasing to God, then I can guarantee my life at some point will not be pleasing because it's going to stick. The images that you've seen in those movies will stick and you'll have a, a really hard time getting rid of those. Prayer and petition before the Father fasting is a good way to help with that. But being sober-minded is absolutely crucial. I, I'm trying to do everything I can not to allow anything in these ears that is displeasing to God. I and mean, that's gossip, too. That's not just what I'm listening to, okay? It's also, like, through my earbuds at the gym, but it's also what, what circles of people are influencing me while we're talking about Jesus and talking about his kingdom. Like, there's a million different conversations that are being had every day that aren't pleasing to God. I can guarantee it at the workplace, at the school, wherever. And so we must be very, very careful on what we're allowing in our ears. And when we hear things that don't align with God, we've got to be quick to shut it down. Okay. We have to be sober minded. So what we're allowing in is what will be. Yes, drugs, alcohol, um, all those things are things that we need to be sober from, but also the conversations that we're having. Amen. Because the enemy wants to come in like a roaring lion and he wants to devour. He wants to divide away from the herd. Those who have not been in the word are feeling a little bit weak. And he wants to devour them. That's his whole purpose is devour you and take you out so that you cannot complete the purpose that God has put you on this earth to complete. But I'm here to speak to you today saying you will complete the purpose that God has sent you here to complete. You will be sober minded. You will test the spirits. You will be in a place where you will not be tripped up by the enemy's advances and you will not be tripped up by him taking advantage of you. I speak that into you today. Short episode tonight. I know got a lot to do, but I really wanted to hammer this out. And I really wanted to talk about these three things because they've been on my mind. Check the climate of the room that you're in. Write that down.
check the climate of the room that you're in, the room where you're getting your information, the room where you're getting your dialogue, the room where you're getting life experiences. Check the climate of it. See where it's at. See if it aligns with the word of God. Test every spirit in that room. Test every spirit that speaks to you and see how differently your life starts to look when you start aligning it with the word of God. And you're going to hear some good, godly, biblical things. Okay. So they're, they're, if, if somebody is exalting the name of Christ and their lifestyle is a lifestyle of repentance and they're living for the King of Kings, it's okay to follow that person. It's okay to follow that person on social media. Okay. If they're not, if they're contradicting the word of God, if they're saying they love God, but their lifestyle is completely in opposite directions of that, I would pray about that and see what the Lord would have you do. Okay. I'm here to help you guys. I'm here to answer questions. I'm here again. Um, I want you to feel free to send me emails to fantheflamepod at gmail.com. I want you to hit me up on social media. You know, I, I need, you know, I need, I need the the questions coming so I can, so I can accordingly to the Bible answer what questions you, you may have. And so we're gonna have a lot of episodes coming out soon. I got a lot of great ones coming up. Already recorded one, won't go much further on that. Oh, yeah, I will because he already dropped it. The hundredth episode of the Kingdom Bringer podcast is gonna be on this podcast at some point too. So excited about that. I'm going to have a brother on uh, later on this week, I believe, that um, is going to have a lot of things to say about the culture and the climate of the culture. And guys, here's the thing. We're called to be kingdom influencers. We're called to be people that walk with the precedence of God and the presence of God because the Holy Spirit is God living inside of us so that we can change the world. So I love you guys so much. I thank you for tuning in tonight, guys. Um, be blessed. I know this was a short episode, but hopefully it encouraged you. Again, just here to fan that flame and allow that thing to grow so you may be a raging wildfire for the kingdom of heaven. God bless. God bless.